Expresso Prime, a podcast all about primes, short enough to listen to while you enjoy your cup of coffee. Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Expresso Crime. For this season, we are deep diving A to Z serial killers, and today's serial... Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of Expresso Crime. For this season, our theme is A to Z serial killers. Today's Sunday Scaries brings us to the letter L. So let's get into the list. First up is Robert Charles Ladd, an American serial killer who was convicted and sentenced to death for murdering a woman in Tyler, Texas in 1996. That was after he was paroled for a 1978 triple murder in Dallas. He was executed for that 1996 murder and that execution took place in 2015. It was also pretty controversial as he had an alleged mental disability. Second on the list is Edward Louis Legrone. He is an American serial killer and rapist. He was convicted of fatally shooting three members of a family in Fort Worth, Texas in May 1991. That was seven years after being released from prison for a previous murder. He was convicted and sentenced to death for murdering that family, and that execution took place in 2004. Two really similar crimes just back-to-back there with the murdering after being paroled when they had already murdered previously, and then execution as well. Third on the list is Marie LaLaurie, so this is a throwback crime. So she was born in 1787 and she was a New Orleans socialite and serial killer. She tortured and murdered slaves and their babies. She died in 1849. She was absolutely vile. Not only, of course, did she have slaves, but the way she tortured them was just unthinkable. It was just horrific, like so, so horrible. Fourth on the list is Anthony Joe Lorette Jr., so an American serial killer and rapist, convicted of one murder in St. Charles, Missouri in 1980. He later confessed to 31 murders in 11 states dating back to the late 1960s, 15 of which were closed based on information provided by him. So he confessed and they were able to actually close these cases from that information he gave. He was sentenced to death for his sole conviction and he was executed in 1995. Fifth on the list is Raymond J. Lassor, so an American serial killer who strangled to death three women and attempted to murder a fourth in the span of a little over two months in 1984. He later became the first criminal to be successfully prosecuted under the newly enacted Rhode Island Life Without Parole Statute. So that was headed by a prosecutor and promptly received life imprisonment without parole for his crimes. Six on the list is Adolf Adolf Theodore Londenberg. That is quite the name. I don't know why, but that name just really got me to say So he's known as the Santa Strangler, so an American serial killer who murdered three women in an L.A. neighborhood along with one in San Francisco during the 1970s and is still a prime suspect for two similar murders. Despite telling two daughter-in-laws decades apart that he had committed four murders, 
He was only arrested in 2002 after DNA evidence connected him to the crimes. He was convicted of one murder and sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. That confession twice is really eerie. Seventh on the list is Robert Willard Liberty, known as the Candlelight Killer. So an American serial killer who murdered two men in Southern California from March to June 1970. It was very ritualistic and left behind taunting messages for authorities to find. He had spent three years in a mental hospital prior to the kill to the murders for killing his girlfriend in 1966. In 1971, while awaiting trial for the new killings, he was murdered by a fellow inmate. Eighth on the list is, I've just copied that exact same for seven and eight, so we don't actually have, we are gonna, our numbers are gonna be messed up. Okay, eighth on the list is Bruce Everett Lindahl, so an American serial killer and rapist who committed a series of rapes and murders in the late 1970s and early 1980s. In 2020, 39 years after his death, on the basis of DNA profile profiling, he was connected to the death of a 16-year-old who was killed on January 13, 1976 in Illinois. He had been declared a suspect in at least 12 murders and 9 rapes committed in different Chicago suburbs from 1974 to 1981, which are still being investigated. That one is just so crazy. 39 years after his death, he was connected. Wow. Tenth on the list is Nathaniel Limscone, also known as the Dawn Strangler an American serial killer responsible for three rape murders in Baltimore, Maryland. Those were committed between 1959 and 1959, in addition to several sexual assaults and a possible previous murder committed in Charlotte, North Carolina. Convicted for his crimes, he was executed, and he was the last convict to be executed in the state prior to Furman v. Georgia. 11th on the list, I'm pretty sure it's 10th on the list, but just whatever. The math isn't mathing on this episode. Jerry Lee Little Jr. So he was an American serial killer who killed four women in St. Louis, Missouri between 1985 and 1988. Today's Sunday Scary Show supporter is com. You can use code BBEC podcast for 85% off your skinandmeat.com orders. If you love it, continue for the regular price of $24.99 or cancel with the click of a button. The daily doser lasts one month. It's made for your skincare goals and customized literally to the point of your name on the bottle. I love it. The active prescription-based ingredients are such a game changer. Thank you to Skin and Me for the code to share. This is an affiliate code, so I do receive a small commission. Thank you for your support through these links and for listening. At the time of his arrest, he was 32 and he had already spent more than 17 years behind bars. Wow. In 1990, he was sentenced to life imprisonment. Number 12 on the list is Samuel Little. He was an American serial killer who confessed to murdering 93 women between 1970 and 2005. The FBI has confirmed his involvement in at least 60 of those 93 confessions, the largest number of confirmed victims for any serial killer in U.S. history. That one is always just so, so crazy. 
13th on the list is Michael Lee Lockhart, an American serial killer who received, who received death sentences in three states. He was executed on December 9th, 1997 by the state of Texas. Just being that he received death sentences in three states is kind of wild. 14th is Bobby Joe Long, an American serial killer and rapist. He was executed by the state of Florida. He abducted, sexually assaulted, and murdered at least 10 women in the Tampa Bay area during an eight-month period in 1984. His arrest came largely in part from a surviving victim. 17-year-old Lisa McVeigh was held for 26 hours. She was able to provide critical information to police. She is now a police officer, school resource, and motivational speaker. This one is on Netflix. We've talked about it before. It is so, so difficult to watch, but she is seriously so amazing. 15th on the list is Neil Bradley Long, also known as the Shotgun Slayer. He was an American serial killer responsible for at least 21 attacks against African-American men in Dayton, Ohio between 1972 and September 1975, as a result of which between four and seven people died and 14 others received injuries of varying severity. Following his capture, he fully admitted his guilt and was convicted of the murders, receiving several life imprisonment terms as punishment. He died in a federal medical center in Minnesota in 1998. I don't know if you guys could just hear as I was getting through that case if that water coming on. I don't know what it is, but as soon as I record, my neighbor has a shower every time. Next on the list is Henry Lee Lucas, also known as the Confession Killer. So an American convicted serial killer. He was convicted of murdering his mother in 1960 and two other people in 1983. While incarcerated for those murders, he confessed to approximately 600 other murders, you know, and he did this to Texas Rangers and other law enforcement officials. So it was a very serious confession. It wasn't just, you know, randomly talking to inmates. So they took it further, they took these confessions, and they solved many cases that were either cold or unsolved based on these confessions, and the murders officially were attributed to him. That would make him the most prolific serial killer in U.S. history, and probably close to globally as well. The only thing with this, though, is those were false. So a lot of families got really false closure and that's just awful, super, super awful. I mean, it's terrible to start with, but just so many of those cases being falsely closed are just really horrible. Next is Anjette Lyles. So an American serial killer and she also owned a restaurant which is just kind of interesting with what she had done so she was responsible for the poisoning deaths of four relatives in georgia between 1952 and 1958 hopefully that was at home and not in a restaurant she was initially sentenced to death upon her conviction she was eventually diagnosed with paranoia psychophrensia and instead was sent to a state hospital and that is where she spent the rest of her life Last on the list is Franklin Lynch, an American serial killer who is currently housed in San Quentin State Prison's death row. That is being changed, of course, with the uh, change to execution in California. But anyways, he was convicted of the murders of three elderly women in the summer months of 1987. He's also the prime suspect in 10 other murders of elderly women that took place in the same area. And that is known as the Day Stalker Murders. 
So he's actually linked via evidence, circumstantial evidence, to a total of 13 murders. So that wraps up today's episode. Thank you for listening. I feel like it was a little bit chaotic. A reminder on the show supporter code, it is B-B-E-C podcast at skinandme.com. So thank you again for listening, supporting those links, and I will see you Sunday for more Sunday Scaries by Expresso Crime. Bye for now.